Welcome to the Sparked Podcast, a place to keep your spark bright. Here I've brought together my most powerful tips from the last decade plus partnering with small businesses on all things leadership, mindset, people and culture. Here my approach combines intuitive psychology, strategy, neuroscience and results-based coaching to unlock your highest potential. Step into your power and truly own your role as a leader so that you can spread the positive impacts of your purpose-led work everywhere. My name is Emma Campbell. I'm a mindset and performance coach for purpose-led leaders. I'm a mama to two cheeky little munchkins. I'm a wine appreciator, nature-obsessed, stubbornly optimistic child at heart, and I'm here to inspire belief in what's possible for you because it is all so possible. I hope that this podcast leaves you feeling lighter, more inspired, and more ready than ever to go out there and take actions on your big dreams and vision. I can't wait to dig in. See you in the podcast. Hello, hello, hello. Lovely to speak to you on this beautiful Tuesday morning. I have just got back from an amazing weekend away with a whole bunch of girlfriends. Um, We went down south just for a night as a Mother's Day treat to ourselves. (laughs) And it was so nice, so, so beautiful and relaxing. We had a beautiful lunch in Fremantle on the way down at a cute little like Mexican Spanish place, a couple of cocktails and um, then cruised on down south for just so many good chats, quite a few wines, lots of beach time and just a beautiful sleep. Um, (laughs) I was amazed at just how quiet the house was um, compared to what my house is like. (laughs) (laughs) when everyone was sleeping I remember just like having a couple of moments of like just listening around and it was just pure silence it was such a rarity and almost quite strange I have to say compared to the endless I don't know noises of traffic and dogs moving around and babies and oh just all the things so feeling feeling really filled up in terms of my social cup and my connection cup which has been really really lovely and um the last few days i've had a few questions around this topic of um having to make tricky decisions and how to make a decision when it feels like sometimes there's so much at stake and when there's so many different elements to consider and if you if you're prone to potential overthinking your brain can kind of jump in and want to really like you know find the perfect decision make sure it's the right one that um, ticks all the boxes and um, you know trying to really preempt like every possible thing um, you know, such a common and natural part of our of our beautiful minds and brains that, you know, they're they're the ones that are really there trying to keep us safe and trying to protect us and trying to do their best to um, 
you know, help us survive in this beautiful world. And then we've got this other voice, which is probably like a little bit more of a deeper, you know, intuitive knowing that comes from sometimes a place that doesn't seem as rational or as logical. And sometimes we don't really understand the words that that deeper voice is trying to communicate to us. And sometimes it just comes in an intuitive nudge or a sense or, you know, often the deeper voice, which I often call our heart voice, often that voice speaks to us in emotion because it doesn't really have the words that our head does because our, you know, our heart speaks, speaks another language. And so it's like our job to learn how to interpret that, what can sometimes seem like a foreign language to us. And so often my belief is like when we're really stuck in a decision, there's often like two different voices that are coming at us, um, like the head voice and the heart voice. And sometimes they can sound like they're speaking two different messages, but it's not always the case. You know, sometimes it feels like the head is saying one thing and the heart saying another, and, and it sounds like there's a but in between or that it's an either or situation. Like I can either listen to my head or I can listen to my heart. But often like the real mindset shift is when we, you know, throw an and in between the head and the heart and we say rather than it being an either or like we either listen to the head or the heart what if we listen to the head and the heart what if we went forward with what the heart was trying to talk to us about and then also took into account what the head was saying in the process so I've kind of gone off on a little bit of a tangent there. I feel like I think that that guidance just had to really come out there. But I'm going to share with you a few of few of the tips that have really worked for my clients and for myself in helping you move through a decision if you're feeling a little bit stuck or if overwhelm or complication is really starting to come into the picture. And this could be around anything, right? This could be around whether you feel like you're done with your current job and you're ready to move forward uh, with starting your own business or, you know, starting, starting a whole new career. This could be about, you know, whether you really want to go and study a whole new course and, um, you know, completely change the plans that you had initially had in mind. This could be about whether you want to have another baby. This could be about whether you want to move down south um, or whether you want to stay in Perth. This could be about whether you need to go on a massive holiday and just leave everything behind for a little while. <laughs> Can you, can you guess what some of the decisions that are going through my mind are right now? Um, whatever that decision is for yourself, I would invite you to listen to these tips and see what fits for you. So the first one that I would say is to think big. So before you start analysing the ins and the outs of this individual situation or this individual decision, I'd encourage yourself to ask yourself, 
you know, when you feel into that big, lofty, long-term, dreamy life vision for yourself, even if you don't have, you know, all the, you know, specific nuts and bolts, I mean, none of us do, right? But if you like fast forward into the future, whether it's 10 or 20 or 30 years away, what are some of those images that pop up for you? Or what are some of those emotions or those, I don't know, those, um, those ideas that pop into mind? Do you imagine yourself, you know, still living where you're living? Do you imagine yourself having moved to the country? Do you imagine yourself, you know, being surrounded by a massive family um, and doing lots of travel? Do you imagine yourself running your own business? You know, what are some of those, those long-term, you know, lofty, dreamy pictures that pop up in your mind when you think about the long-term future? And that, that's the vision that I'm asking you to anchor into and plug into when you look at this decision through that lens, because this is where you park, park all the, the logic, park all the fears and doubts and the thoughts that pop up for a mind, for you, for a second in your mind. And, you know, really think like, or dream, like if you could dream up and design what that perfect life and career would look like, what would it look like? And now when you're plugged into that, that long-term lofty vision, you know, that's the time that you ask, you know, which decision is most likely going to best set you up for heading in that direction or which, which decision feels because, you know, tuning into that more intuitive side to us. So which decision feels more aligned, you know, which emotion kind of pops up when you think of each decision and which one feels most aligned to that lofty vision. So that's the, that's the tip number one is to, before you get into the nitty gritty detail, think big because often when we think big and we think expansive and we, we kind of go to that higher longer term future and vision, our brains kind of don't get in the way as much because often when we fast forward into the future so far <laughs> that our brains almost like lose track of even knowing how to predict that. So they kind of like lose their grip on us and they, they just let go. And so it allows us to kind of tune in to what we really, really want without those kind of those limiting fears and, and doubts getting in the way. So yeah, that's tip number one, think big. Tip number two is to consult the gut. So this might seem like an obvious one, but hear me out for a second, because no doubt you have probably heard the saying to, you know, what does your gut say? Or what does your heart say? You know, when people ask you those sort of questions, when you've got a tough decision. So yes, when you think of the decision that you're going to make, and what I'd encourage you to do here, if you're up for it, if this is really a bit of a tricky decision for you, is to actually like take yourself away 
for a second when you finished listening to this podcast and you know if you've got five minutes alone without the kids or just on your own even on your way to work or when you're just about to hop out of the car just take five minutes to ask yourself ask yourself the question of the decision that you're thinking through and tune into your body when you're thinking of the decision that you're going to make and ask yourself, what do you feel? Not just in your gut, but in your entire body. Because what we're trying to feel in for here is whether there's like a, there could be a little bit of fear, but yet there's still a sense of excitement and expansiveness. And the key to knowing whether you're on the right track for yourself is whether you feel an expansiveness and a lightness, or you feel a slight constrictiveness in the body or a tightness or a heaviness, because what you're, what you're trying to do here when you're tuning into that decision and like, say that decision is you know, whether to go and study like a whole new course and whether to, I don't know, take a pause on your business or take a, like, um, take a pause on your career or whether it's to like, um, you know, completely leave your career and start a whole new business. When you're thinking of that new thing that you're thinking about doing, ask yourself the question, what if I was to go and do that thing? And just as you ask yourself that question, close your eyes and tune into your body. And it might require like doing a little bit of breathing before you, before you go into this state, because if your mind's really busy, it might take a little while to actually like tune into your body and, and see what's going on there. So if you've got a really busy mind, you know, take a few moments, just doing some, some 2x breath. Um, The 2x breath is breathing in for a count of four and breathing out for a count of eight. And that, that is like a really like well-researched, like super powerful, really impactful breath that helps balance your nervous system into like a calm, relaxed parasympathetic state really, really quickly. Um, and the research shows that it's like one of the most effective ways to get you into a calm state, um, or one of the most effective ways out there beyond, um, (laughs) beyond drugs, of course. Um, but I like a really good, uh, cheat sheet for accessing a calm state. So get yourself into like a really beautiful calm state and you probably only need to do the two X breath, uh, maybe like four or five times to be able to get yourself, get your mind like nice and quiet. And from that place, that's when you can ask, you know, should I go and study this course? And as you ask yourself that question with your eyes closed, tune into your body and, and tune into whether your body kind of feels like this sense of lightness and expansiveness like whether you even though you might feel a bit nervous like there might be some butterflies in the gut your body and your energy might still be saying a full body yes because you you're sort of discerning the difference between emotion and energy and your 
your energy, which is the one that's talking to you through like that sense of expansiveness and lightness, or it might, like if it's potentially a no for you, you might actually feel a slight constrictiveness or it might feel like a bit tight or a bit heavy when you ask the question. And if it does, that's your body communicating to you that it's probably not going to be a really good path for you or it's not going to feel and be a really like fun and light and easy and expansive journey for you. It's probably going to be one of, you know, hardness and struggle and fear because our, you know, our bodily mechanisms, like our heart voice and so many like of those real like intuitive deeper inner knowing parts of us they all live in our unconscious system to our body and so often it's really hard for us to know what's right for us but like our body knows the answer but our head kind of struggles to to access that wisdom so these sneaky little intuitive tips are what are going to be like the most impactful for you that like beyond beyond what your brain might be able to help you with. So yeah, I hope that that's really helpful. So consult the gut, you know, get yourself quiet and ask yourself the question, how does this, how does this decision feel? Tip number three is the worst case scenario option. (laughs) So this is also called fear setting. So sometimes what can happen is if we're overthinking a decision, our brain goes into like a bit of a, oh gosh, like a spasm mode. And it just like kind of goes round and round in cycles and stories because we're kind of wondering, oh, what if, what if, what if, like, you know, what if it all goes wrong? What if this happens? Um, am I going to be able to handle it? Like, and I don't know, you just, that, that fear drives more fear and more anxiety. And then like, we can't really like get beyond that limited thinking. So one of the things that you can actually do is just like give your brain permission to freak out for a little bit so that it kind of like releases all that fear and anxiety. So this is called the worst case scenario activity where you do a journal activity on like what's the worst possible thing (laughs) that could happen as a result of you moving ahead with the decision. And then what's the worst possible thing from that? And what's the worst possible thing from that? And just kind of like do a bit of like a cascading um, journal event on, you know, and then what if, and then what if, and then what if, and just ask yourself the question at the end, would you be able to deal with that? Would you be able to deal with that? Would you survive that outcome? Would you be okay? Like the worst possible thing that happens, would you be able to handle that? And ultimately, like just getting it all down on paper, like doing like a nice little (laughs) brain diarrhea so that all of those like fears and anxieties are out of your head and onto a page. You know, if you know, and I'm sure that you'll get to the end of it and you'll know that you can probably deal with the repercussions of anything that happens, no matter how bad it gets, you're you're just going to know that you're going to be safe and secure and totally okay, no matter what. And it then kind of like opens up, opens up this space to give you permission 
to, to do the thing that is maybe making you a bit scared. So tip number four is to flip, flip what I've just said and ask yourself, what's the best case scenario from all of this? So one of my favorite quotes that you might've heard me talk about is what if I fall? Oh, but yes, my dear, what if you fly? Oh no, I've totally stuffed that up. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I'll say that again. So my favorite quote is what if I fall? Oh, but my dear, what if you fly? And that's by Erin Hansen. And I just love it so much because my brain, and I think majority of human brains tend to default towards the what if I fall um, path. And it can often stop us from doing the thing and it, and it can like leave us ruminating and just only like, oh, just worrying about all the things that might go wrong. And it's amazing how freeing and expansive it can be just to flip that from what if I fall? Oh, but actually, what if I fly? Like, what if it actually works out? What if this is the best thing that I've ever done? And what if it all works out perfectly? And it just goes absolutely amazingly. And, you know, this is the step where you just really allow yourself you know, after kind of freaking yourself out with the, the tip just before this one all around like worst case scenario, this is the one where you get to think about how it could all go incredibly right. You know, this is the bit where you say, oh, but what are some of the best things that I could achieve by saying yes to this decision? What could like, what could this potentially turn out with if this went in the best case scenario it could possibly go? You know, what would the absolute ultimate, most amazing dreamy outcome be as a result of me saying yes to this decision? So that's tip number four is to think about your best case scenario. Lucky last, tip number five is one to do with the science of fear. And that often the biggest driver of fear do you know what it is? Do you know what it is? The biggest driver of fear? It's inaction. So often if we're feeling a little bit scared or fearful or anxious about something that we're thinking about doing, it can often cause us to procrastinate or to freeze um, and to not do anything. So we kind of get a bit stuck uh, and the more that we are stuck, the more that that fear comes up, the more that it creates more paralysis, the more that the brain goes into like analysis paralysis mode. And it just like creates this like self-fulfilling cycle of not doing the thing, which then creates more fear. And so this tip number five is called take a baby step. So this is a favorite of mine um, because I've definitely got a mind that can overthink things. It can, um, you know, I know that it's ultimately always trying to keep me safe and protect me and, and do its best to help me survive as much as it possibly can. Um, but it can often 
you know, caused me to not do the thing and to stay where I am and to stay stuck. So my biggest tip around anything to do with if you're feeling overwhelmed in a decision is to take action because action kills fear. Action shoots fear in the head. (laughs) And ultimately, like anything that you're trying to do, like everything can be achieved in baby steps, right? Like that age old saying, well, I don't know if it's age old, but you know that saying, how do you eat an elephant? One bite at a time. And it's just so true. Like if, I don't know, if you're really thinking through a decision that is stressing you out um, and you don't know what to do, like an action could even be something as simple as sending an email that helps you get more information on the decision that you're tossing up. You know, an action could be picking up the phone and talking to someone that has done the thing that you're thinking about doing and just asking them how they found it. Another, another action could be enrolling in the course, you know, doing a, doing a trial day and just feeling into what that trial day is like. An action could be, you know, booking in a discovery call with a coach, like a free discovery call with a coach that um, will help you get a sense of whether you're ready to start a new business or not. You know, just taking any form of action breaks that cycle that can make the brain just kind of have a bit of a fart and freak out. (laughs) Like even being able to take one of the options that you're thinking of trying out for a test drive allows you to just get a sense of it. And that momentum just breeds more momentum. You know, if you're thinking about, um, you know, trying a new job, perhaps you could chat to someone who's doing a similar role or, you know, just try out a test project so that you can get that little sense. Regardless of what that decision is, like baby steps for me are just the best steps in my books because they start to breed, you know, like baby steps turn into bigger steps. And before you know it, like, you're striding, you're running, you're flying. And you know, that just ultimately like builds that momentum that you want to be heading in. So I really hope that you found these tips helpful. I have got a blog on my website, which, um, which summarizes these tips for you. If you want to check that out, I'll drop a drop the link to the blog in the show notes below. And ultimately, you know, whatever that thing is that you're thinking about doing, the one thing that I want to say there is that if you are thinking about doing something new and scary, like if it's a thought that you feel like has come from a deeper place, like maybe like that heart voice is speaking to you. The one thing I want to say there is that voice is probably not going to go away that voice is probably not going to leave you alone until you do something about it. (laughs) I'm sorry to say. So if you're kind of thinking like, oh, you know, maybe, um, 
maybe if I ignore that voice and just keep doing what I'm doing, um, it'll just shut up and, and disappear or whatever. It'll leave me alone after a while. I can promise you if there's one thing I know to be true with like my absolute heart and soul is that like that voice is not going to leave you alone and you need to listen to it. And that the sooner that you listen to it, the sooner that things are just going to suddenly just start to feel so good and so aligned and so expansive and so great. And you're just going to feel the most like you that you've ever felt before. And that doesn't necessarily mean that the road is just going to be like easy breezy the whole way, but you're never going to feel more at peace and more like yourself and more true to who you really are than when you really start to listen to that voice. So that's just my little two cents that I'll drop in at the end there. I'm sending you like all the love and all the courage um, in making your big decision because I know how scare they, scary they are. I've definitely had them for myself. And um, these are my tips that I found were really helpful out of the process. So I'm sending you big love and talk to you soon.